Welcome, friends. You're listening to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is interactive, serialized fiction, where there's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. Here on the podcast, we talk about the story behind the story. Today we'll be reading from the Wren Island series. This is part two, scene 17. When we last visited Wren Island, Allison shared some of her deepest fears and dreams with us. She'd been composing music at Virgil's cabin, the skedaddled home when the setting sun angled low in the sky, perhaps to avoid risking another almost kiss. In this episode, Allison arrives home to, well, a situation. We'll spend about six minutes reading. Here we go. The Wren Island Series by Laura Joy Lloyd, Part 2, Scene 17. Allison left me in charge this afternoon, so you all have to do what I tell you to. Shasta, get your feet off the coffee table. Amelia, turn off the television. Louise, stop giving me that look. Well, aren't you the hoity-toity Freudy-poo? Shasta slid her feet off the table. We're supposed to be caretakers of this house. Let's start acting like it. Shasta, you clean the bathrooms. Melia, I want you to... Why do I have to clean the bathrooms? Shasta scrutinized her red-painted fingernails. We should hire help. It's not like Allison doesn't have enough money. We are the help, Shasta. Shasta mumbled something to little Lokita in her lap. Macy tapped her foot. Would you care to share your comment with the rest of us? Don't people advertise for caretakers if they want them? They don't allow any old decrepit people who show up uninvited to suddenly be caretakers of their house. Any old decrepit people? Unwad your panties, Mace. Melia turned off the television and stood. I thought Allison left Louise in charge. Oh, Melia, Macy sighed. Everyone knows a dog can't be left in charge. Move, Louise. You're blocking the exit. The dog didn't budge and there went the twitching upper lip again. Macy shuffled her sisters around Louise and out of the television room. Whatever you do, don't let Allison find out about Ralph staying overnights. She seems about ready to flip already. That might be what sends her over the edge, if you know what I mean. So, Shasta's on bathroom duty. Amelia's vacuuming. Make sure you get all the corners. Okay, then. We've got our marching orders. What are you going to clean, Macy? Amelia tapped her arm. Windows. All those little panes at the front of the house. She shooed off her sisters and collected towels and cleaning solution. He started in the big room off the entry, the room with the piano nobody played. A wall of windows faced south. Two more tall sections of windows flanked the fireplace. It all added up to a lot of windows. But she said she'd do windows, so she'd do windows. She pulled a ladder from the garage and set it up. It reached halfway up the wall. Once she'd climbed up, she was in front of a million little panes of glass. Breakable glass. Maybe this wasn't such a smart idea. Maybe she should settle for cleaning the panes she could reach from the floor. She climbed down. Without a ladder, she could reach five rows of panes, and those were the rows you looked through anyway, right? After all, she was a free caretaker, not a paid one. She got to work, scrubbing, scrubbing, taking care of Allison's house. Right away, a pane cracked just cracked all on its own for no good reason at all. 
Maybe that pain had already been loose. Maybe it had been ready to go as soon as the next person touched it, and the person happened to be her. So now there was a line through the pain. But the window was still in place, so it wasn't all that bad, right? One cracked pane was hardly noticeable. She went on scrubbing the others. When the second pane cracked, she almost didn't notice because Melia was roaring the vacuum cleaner around upstairs. Honestly, was there a racetrack for vacuum cleaners up there? Macy touched the second cracked pane. Good thing this one was located in a corner, less noticeable. She fingered the towel in her hand. Was it not soft enough? Was her cleaning solution wrong? She'd cleaned a lot of windows in her lifetime and none of them had cracked. There must be something different about these. But Allison wasn't going to be happy about broken panes. At all. What if Allison regretted asking them to stay? What if Allison decided she didn't need Macy's help anymore with Melia? Macy kept cleaning, careful not to press too hard. Melia brought the vacuum cleaner downstairs and circled toward Macy. A racetrack for vacuum cleaners on the lower level now. Macy wiped a few more panes, gently, but another pane cracked. Three cracked panes. The vacuum quieted. Uh-oh, Macy. Were those always broken? Macy turned to see Melia staring wide-eyed at the windows. Shasta bounced down the stairs and skidded to a stop. Yikes, Mace. I didn't mean to break them. Macy heard the panic in her own voice. They must be weak pains or something. All the others are fine. Shasta came close and inspected. It's because you're so tense, Mace. Glass is no match for your ferocity. My ferocity? Macy swallowed. Maybe Allison won't notice. Shasta tapped a pane. You'll have to tell her what you've done. The sound of the service door squeaking open reached them. She's here, Melia whispered. Hey, everybody! Allison popped into the entry and glassed at the vacuum, sudsy bucket, and rags. Woohoo! We're cleaning! Slowly, Melia and Shasta parted from Macy. Allison, sweetheart that she was, looked so refreshed and optimistic until she saw the cracked panes. Macy watched the expressions on her niece's face. Disappointment first, then a hint of anger. Finally, worst of all, an expression Macy had never seen there before. Dismal overwhelm. We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 2, Scene 17. When I was writing this part of the story, several readers mentioned that they saw themselves and their loved ones reflected in the characters on Wren Island. And several readers shared that, like Allison, they would struggle to be accommodating and hospitable during an ant invasion. A few readers suggested Allison needed to draw boundaries and speak up for herself. We'll find out how Allison responds to this latest situation in the next episode. Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. You'll be the first to read new installments of the Wren Island series and you'll be included in a bunch of other fun stuff too, like real-time behind-the-scenes peeks at the developing story, invitations to influence what happens next, 
And you'll be right there with me in those special moments when real life inspires a story. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me.